Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Show my talk 1071 everything entertainment and for the first time in a long time it actually is the Lori and Julia show how about it really, that it really is wow. oh my gosh I've been, I feel like I haven't been in the studio forever it's same week same. and a half yeah. I mean about you yeah right not about me <laughs> not about me but before oh, you left yeah. I was out a couple days and then you went to the jazz, jazz festival, fest, yeah. And then I was in, and then you didn't come back because you didn't feel well. And then, well, I just really underestimated uh, the the recovery, the recovery from the old uh, shoulder surgery. But we all had a little claim to fame yesterday because uh, I didn't get a walk with um, all of our teammates for a yes. race for the cure. But what a beautiful. And again, what a wonderful day. That is just such a cool, cool day of people gathering. And and thank you, everyone, for being on our team. Yeah. I mean, it Donnie was... Donnie showed up. Yes, he did. Donnie, you um, showed up. I didn't even know that I didn't have to. <laughs> I know, I Donnie. There. I didn't even talk like, to you about what? it because I assumed you wouldn't. Uh, no, I had no idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Donnie's like, where's all Where, the where's other... Where's everybody else? And yeah. I'm like, well, okay, this is... Whoops. Everyone's kind of doing their own events this year instead of everyone yeah. doing well, an all-play. Well, the charity yeah. and oh. cause yes. love. Mm-hmm. So this is something we've been doing forever. It was a beautiful day. That they've kind of predicted some rain, but it was beautiful. People loved... The low J socks. The purple half socks. They're yeah. so cute. Yeah. Um, and it was, I just want to thank everybody who walks with us because it, really? it is. Really? 400 people in our I team. Know. Or 270. Oh, okay. Or something like that. I, I think the number was higher it than was that. It was higher than that, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. But one of the things is, is that it's an early start. I was done at 1030. Yeah. So you can go do your day. You right. know what I mean? And so it it just feels good. Yeah. Because so, breast cancer affects so many people. And it just, you see the survivors. And that's right. We have and people on our team are 20 year survivors who are just three year survivors who don't even have it. But People who were just diagnosed. Exactly. Yeah. There was mm-hmm. a beautiful team there for Leave Lane um, yes. that used to work with us. And she used to do a show on Saturdays with um, Colleen years ago. Do the you remember? Moms, the, moms. the moms. And um, she, called? her son Ryder was I there. I can't remember. think of the name. Yeah. And then a group the of... The mom us, show. Wasn't it just called the no, mom show? No, that was a different, a different show. One. Oh, that's okay. a different show. It was right. a Hope and Healing and it was with Joan Stefan. Yes. I mean, yes. I just can't even think of the name though. Yeah. But so they were walking on her behalf and mm-hmm. sending lots of love there. And uh, Brad Lane, who worked with us forever, yeah. too. So that was really kind of cool. And so they were the 15, 16-year-olds that held the signs. Oh, good. And then the signs slowly would just go and down, down, down. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, we always need someone for the signs. But it was just thank you, everyone. Yeah. It feels so good to do that. Yeah, it really and does. And it was beautiful. So yeah. anywho, happy Mother's Day, too, to everybody. That's right. Beautiful day. Beautiful day i would say my weekend claim to fame is uh i cleared out my dvr so you have really gone through it all i've caught up 
with everything that was taped. That How was to get possible. away with murders, sirens, um, Fosse Verdon. Oh, I'm uh, behind on that. Oh, my gosh. It's Michelle good. Williams is transformative. She is. She's going to win amazing. everything. Yeah. Everything, but I just, I don't have anything saved on my DVR. It, I've never had it down to 3%. Oh my gosh, 3%? <laughs> yeah, I That's know. That's like on the But Julia, and I was just like. if I'm good, if it's 40. Yeah, no, I was like, I, I should just watch this. And I got into, so I just got into just, I thought, I'm not going to look at anything on Netflix. Those shows don't deserve me. I owe something to my DVR shows to watch them. You owe it to them. I owe it to the Because they're network programs. That's right, We're Julia. supporting the networks. We're That's supporting right. the stores and going into them. That's right. So, We've got some of these things going on. So I didn't get really to, you know, and anything. And Sirens new. Delivered. Sirens Delivered. I watched, rewatched Fried Green Tomatoes. Oh. I DVR'd that. I love that I movie. I love so that movie. Mary much. Stewart Matheson and who else? Masterson and Mary Louise Parker. Oh. And of course, Cicely Tyson, yes, Kathy Bates, Bates, yes, Danny Flagg has a little cameo in it because she wrote uh, "Fried Green Tomatoes" at the Whistle Stop Cafe. Remember when she was Jessica on our show? Tandy. Jessica Tandy. Oh, that's such a great that movie. That movie held up. Oh, good. Sweet, tender, hopeful. Of course, it takes place in like the '30s, but oh, oh, I love that movie. I do too. And I just saw it. It was on. I watched the Spanish Princess because that was on the DVR okay. on Stars. Okay. I had a day last week, mm-hmm. and I made Donnie Google Arthur's haircut. Oh, yeah, that was the t- that was the I, style at the time. But you mean, know he's gonna. You know what happens to him? Well, wait, but how mean of us to give the love interest in a new sexy story and have him be? But such- he's in such. A, he's not on for long. All right, good. If well, you remember I don't the know book the story. Or know the story. You read the Philip Philip Gregory. You just can't remember. Can't how remember. Can't any remember of it. the tutors. What happened? No, but his hair was so ugly it put me off. Yeah, no, no, no. He is not the love interest. The love interest is the hot guy, oh. Henry, the brother. Oh, okay. Arthur Arthur's is who because Catherine I thought, of Aragon was betrothed to him. Right. I went off on this last week, Lars. Yes, yeah, a my hair looked like it. Yeah, and B, I thought he, he might cast only. Ugly? Yeah, he he's meant to look that way. He's only sixteen. Yeah, I know. He's a boy of ill health, and yet he will be king, even though he's got a robust, hot, sexy brother, Henry, who does become King Henry, so, you mm-hmm. know, there is something that happens. So, did you like it? I did like it. So, we're two episodes in, so you liked it? I didn't it. watch last night's, because oh. it was Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. Oh, I know. You know, How and then that? Killing Eve winning all the BAFTAs. How about Killing Eve? Yeah. That? That show is so good. <laughs> there was a moment in the show last night, and I think you know what I'm talking about, when Eve does something to someone. We Neither one of us watched like, it yet. I oh, you haven't did watched you? it? I haven't watched oh, it. I was, I was up like, until oh, she didn't just do that, did she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. She's, she's incredible. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I, I You know, I like we like our historical. I know. Fictional things, and they do. Uh, Stars does such a great job with Outlander, and I think that's coming back in June, and... Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess that's my weekend claim to fame. It's just watching television. If, pretty much. I know. Well, when you're down and out, we do have options. That is one thing you can say. Okay. We do How have options. you guys? Did you do anything? What was your weekend claim to fame, Donnie? Well, nothing big, but uh, after finishing with the walk, I it, I hadn't seen Molly in uh, like three months. Yeah. And then it registered. Oh, she said she's working at Cowboy Slims. 
So I went over there and surprised her. Oh, nice. Is that a bar? Yeah. yeah. It's like Cowboy Jack's. It's yeah, called yeah, the yeah. Cowboy Slims. Right on Lagoon and... Uh, yeah, I know exactly where that yeah. is. So okay, fun. So you surprised fun. her. Yeah. What a good day to be um, yes. w- waiting on tables yesterday because Mother's Day is a big oh, uh, yes. earning day for tips yes. and bartenders. And- I had, the boys came over. We watched uh, Game of Thrones. I was only allowed to get up once. Yeah. Mom, <laughs> you can't get up. Yeah. That's your one time. And I was... Cleaning the leaves of my Mandeville. Well, you were watching Game of Thrones? I, I wasn't allowed. No, I can say. I would mm-hmm. say no, yeah. And it was very funny. Yeah, we just sit and yep. watch. And no closed caption either. You can, I like, really? you can put oh, closed caption. Oh, the kids not let me. Oh. oh. So I literally rewatched the episode again this morning. Oh. Yeah, we always watch Game of Thrones with closed <laughs> oh, <me> captions. <laughs> oh, I have to know what they're saying. Exactly. It was... We'll talk about it. We won't it's give any just spoilers. Epic. No, no, we no. can't give away anything. And we're all week this week, by the way, we're giving away a $50 gift card to Wagner's Greenhouses and Garden Centers. And those are going to be happening all week. And all the garden centers and Wagner's is such a lovely place to buy plants. People are off to a slow start, the 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 uh, nurseries and stuff. Well, we were worried the about the weather. I brought yeah. in my plants every night. Tonight's going to be the very first night I leave them outside. Yeah, you could have had left them out this weekend. It I only got to 42. I got nervous. Yeah, well, you don't want to have anything happen to that expensive no. stuff. But I yeah, don't. The, they're in bloom. They have good stuff everywhere. So I'm glad Beautiful. Wagner's has given us yes. something. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story. We can't get enough. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday. We woke up to the news this morning that Doris Day, uh, one of the most beloved movie stars of all time, passed away two months after her 96th birthday. So, or 97th birthday. Yeah, excuse me. So she uh, passed away and uh, at home with uh, friends and um, close friends and the Doris Day Animal Foundation states that she'd been in excellent physical health and she just had a serious case of pneumonia. Oh, boy. She's, you know, that's quite to be in your 90s. And according to the foundation, Doris Day didn't want a funeral, a memorial service, and wanted to be buried without a grave marker. Really? She hasn't wanted to be in the public eye for years. No, she did not. She had her first number one hit in 1945, and she's the only actress. Yes. Drumroll, please. Yeah. To be the top of the box office, which means have a number one movie for 10 consecutive years. There have been men that have done that, but no other woman. Julia Roberts, I think, had a seven or eight year run, you know, but no one else. And Doris Day quit making movies, what, in 68 was her last movie. And then she had her talk show. Which she had to do. She had a TV show. TV show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. but she had to mm-hmm. do that because of her husband. But she quit making movies because she wanted to devote her life to animal welfare. I know. And so, of course, of course, most associated with the song. Um, que sera, sera. Que sera, sera, which was first performed in The Man Who Knew Too Much. So should we play when that, Doug? I was just a little girl. I asked my mother, what will I be? Will I be pretty? Will I be rich? Here's what she said to me. There we go. Que sera, sera. Whatever will be, will be. The future's not ours to see. Que sera, sera. 
That was a straight dramatic role for her, that movie. It yes, was it was. James, James Stewart. Yeah. She proved that she could do straight drama. Absolutely. And she did not want to sing this song, but the studio made her. Why didn't she want to I sing this song? I don't know. Maybe it was because it was a serious movie, but that song took off. And then it became her theme song when she did her TV talk show. And she embraced it, but she just didn't want to <laughs> at all. But she, when she was young, like 13 years old or something, her dad was a musician and a voice teacher, and I don't know what her mom was. Um, She wanted to be a dancer. She was in a terrible car accident. And when she got out of the car... She was driving with friends when a train struck their car twice, shattering her right leg. So she couldn't... For three years, she had to be carried up and down stairs to go take her voice lessons because her dad's like, well, we'll sing. And then she ends up traveling... As a young woman with um, the band that was um, built, Bing Crosby's brother's band. It was called Bob Crosby. You're right, right. And right, Lee yeah. Les Brown. Mm-hmm. And for so eight years, she went around the country with those jazz. guys doing jazz mm-hmm. and songs. Wow. And then she was kind of um, found, um, discovered when she was performing in New York's little club. She was asked to do a screen test in 48 for Warner Brothers. And then wow. kind of the rest Got was a contract. History. Yeah. Jeez. And she did. A lot of movies with, you know, Kurt Douglas, Jack Carson, Rock um, Hudson, Cary Grant, yep, Jimmy James, Stewart, James Garner, everybody, yes. yeah. Frank Sinatra. She really, you know, she's just was one. She felt like Susie Sunshine. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. She just felt like that on, on t- you know, yeah. when you'd watch the movies. America's yeah. Sweetheart. Well, mm-hmm. that's why it was such a shock. Um She uh, stunned her fans in Hollywood when she wrote a candid warts and all biography called Doris Day, Her Own Story. And she wrote that in 1975. Mm -hmm. That's when we first heard about that she had this car accident that cut her dancing. Her first marriage was anything but a trombone. uh, I mean, it was a fairy tale. She married this trombonist and he was physically abusive. And um, she and Ronald Reagan. But before in- that, her second husband was abusive, but she was pregnant with the baby, which Terry Melcher, her third husband, um, adopted. Her yeah, second- the trombonist was her first marriage. Yeah, the second one was a saxophonist. Yeah. She was boy. in the musicians. The musicians. Band members. Oh, the ba- and then she and Ronald Reagan uh, started dating when they were in this movie called The Winning Team. Uh-huh. And he was a wonderful person to go out with because he was such a great dancer. Right. She writes about that in her book. The third marriage, the only child she had, Terry Melcher, or did she have a daughter too? No, she had the baby with the second okay. marriage, and the guy was abusive, but she was pregnant, and he was abusive right away, but yeah. she couldn't get out because she was pregnant. What happened to that kid? She ended up divorced. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Interesting. That's her only son, Terry Mulcher. Her third husband adopted the boy. Okay, got it. So yeah. he took, he ran away with all her money. Yep. And she got a $22 million judgment, but she had to do the Doris Day TV show. Right. To yes, make some money. Third one. Yeah. And Terry Melcher, of course, his claim to fame besides being Doris Day's son is he was a record producer in the 60s, mm-hmm. pretty successful, mm-hmm. met Charles Manson at Charles Manson's farm, promised Charles Manson a record contract, then had to go out to the farm. And we've, we see, we read this in the book Helter Skelter yeah. and in other m- movies or TV shows that have been out there about Manson, but he then had to tell him, no, I'm not going to be able to record you. You don't have the voice or whatever. And Manson was so livid that Terry Melcher was living, I forget who his beautiful... Candace Bergen. Candace Bergen, his girlfriend was, thank you. He was so nervous about Manson that he rented his home on Cielo Drive to Roman Polanski and Sharon Tate and went to Europe to get away from Manson. And so it was always believed that Manson was going after Terry Melcher that right. night. Yeah. Right. He had no idea right. who was living there. Right. And this, and this, unbelievable. Yeah. And the son Terry Melcher, like you said, Lori, but he produced songs for the Birds. The yeah, Beach he was Boys, a good producer. Oh, yeah. He had a Mr. name, Mr. Tambourine Man, mm-hmm. Kokomo. Yeah. And he passed away in two thousand and four from um, melanoma. So she, the, you know, her third husband, her agent, just yeah. Put her in debt. Yeah. But I love that she got her money back. And then she was a huge animal activist. Yeah. Her aunt, she owned the Cypress Inn in Carmel by the Sea, a hotel where animals socialized next to the people and they had a daily yappy hour. <laughs> That's like my that. favorite. I wrote that in bold letters. <laughs> yeah, the it's yappy, my favorite. Every, when are you going to yappy hour? Yeah. yeah. And also a friend of mine always calls it Doris Day Parking. I always have called it my parking genie. Right. But to a lot of people, a Doris Day Parking is a phrase because in any of Doris Day's movies, whatever store or bank or restaurant she'd pull up to and there'd be a spot right of out course. front. So they always right. they call that Doris Absolutely, yes. right. Day Parking. I love it. Doris Marianne mm. Keppelhoff. Uh-huh. Is that for a name? And she picked up Day when she was singing and then doing some recording. And she was that somehow the Day by Day was her favorite song. Day by Day. I don't know how, mm-hmm. but it was a stage name that she borrowed from Day by Day. Yeah. And Terry, her son, wrote Kokomo for the Beach yes. Boys. He wrote that song. Um, our buddy Roger Friedman over at Showbiz 411, he had a story today. I guess, you know, remember for years, Liz Smith was on the Oscars to give her... Trying to get her to come an honorary. honorary Oscar, but Doris Day wouldn't come in person to accept it, no, so they wouldn't give it to her. She doesn't correct. care. No. She doesn't care, but one funny thing he writes, he said, suddenly in... For years, I tried to interview her, but she refused everyone. And suddenly in 2011, a publicist called and said, was I still interested? Doris gave four interviews that month for the release of an album of unreleased 
material, and he was honored to be chosen. And he writes one funny thing that happened during our interview. The Grammys announced their annual list of songs and albums going into their Hall of Fame. Kesara Sara was included. I told Doris this while we were talking. She was just thrilled and said, well, what other songs got in? I said, Bruce Springsteen got in with Born to Run. And Doris paused and said, isn't that wonderful? Who is he? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. He said it was the most charming response ever. And on Showbiz 411, he posted that interview in his entirety. So if you want to go yeah. to showbiz411.com. She also has Lori, pretty in-depth interview. She has two stars on the Hollywood Hawk, Hall, Walk of Fame, one for music and one for movies. Now uh, they kind of combine them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll do more Doris Day yeah. tomorrow. The morning shows will have uh, her lovely voice. Her lovely and, voice and some packages. And we also had a couple other notable people pass away this weekend and we'll remember them when we come back. My friend said, I know you love her, but it's over, mate. It doesn't matter, put the phone away. It's never easy to walk away. Let her go. It'll be alright. So I still look back at all the messages you'd sent. And I know it wasn't right, but it was messing with my head. Well, you know how they always say deaths come in threes. Yes. It started this weekend. We had two other notable people in Hollywood pass away. Of course, Doris Day, we find out, passed away maybe yesterday. I don't know, but it was just announced this morning. But um, uh, GMA took the time because we got the news yesterday that Peggy Lipton from Mod Squad in Twin Peaks and, of course, mother of Rashida Jones and her sister and... Ex-wife of Quincy Jones passed away at the age of 72. Oh, that was sad. And she looks so young. Yeah. Here we go. That's young. Mm-hmm. And now we have a celebration of Peggy Lipton, the Golden Globe winning actress who was a television star for two different generations. She passed away on Saturday. She broke through as the undercover cop Julie Barnes in the late 60s hit The Mod Squad. Then she put her career on hold for nearly a decade, raising her two daughters, actresses Rashida Jones and Kadada Jones with music legend Quincy Jones. In a statement, her daughter said, we feel so lucky for every moment we spent with her. Then Lipton's career took off again in the 90s as Norma on the cult hit Twin Peaks. She passed away from cancer at the age of 72. And I think we learned about that. She came out with a book in 2005 that she had a cancer diagnosis and also delved into the struggles that she had with fame and the racism she encountered during her 17-year marriage to Quincy Jones. They were married that long. long. Wow, I didn't know that. And the Mod Mod Squad had just come out, and we moved to Japan, and I was obsessed with Julie Barnes. Oh, yeah. I... Mm-hmm. I, and I was like, oh, they're not going to have the mod squad in Japan. And of course, I was correct. Uh huh. You know, but I just remember how cool she oh, was. Oh, she was so cool. With her cool. boots and her hair and her swinging blonde hair. Michael Cole was the other guy in there. And who was the uh, African Clarence Williams. Clarence Williams. There the you go. Yeah. Clarence mm-hmm. Williams, the third. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Well, and then Get Christy Love was around the same time, too. That I don't know. With, um,. Wasn't that with, remember Donnie? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. With, yeah, Angie Dickinson or no? No, no, that was Police Woman. Mm-hmm. Get Christy Love was an African-American. Yeah. Actress, yes, right. and that was around the same. I loved all those female 
you know, cop procedurals. We hadn't seen it, Laurie. Yeah, and then the other big Hollywood person that passed away, Elvin Sargent. You might not know that name, but he uh, he wrote uh, the screenplay for Ordinary People, won an yes, Academy Award that. for that. 60-year career, he wrote... Liza Minnelli's first uh, cinematic role, The Sterile Cuckoo, oh, if you I remember love that. that. Movie. He wrote that. Uh, he wrote the political thriller Julia with Vanessa Redgraves yes. and Jane Fonda. That won an Oscar. He also did the Spider Man trilogy starring Tobey Maguire. Oh, he was responsible wow. for those screenplays. Okay. He died of natural causes at a Seattle home. How old was he? He was 92. And he also was nominated for an Oscar for adapting Paper Moon uh, for the movies. And he authored the screenplay for the popular heist thriller Gambit, starring James Maverick and Shirley MacLaine. So he's got a real rich... No kidding. uh, ...career as far as movies go. And uh, he did Bobby Deerfield. Oh, uh, If you remember that with Al Pacino and Mm -hmm. Diane Lane and... Uh, anyway, yeah. So he wow. he 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 did a lot, but he was he specifically wanted Mary Tyler Moore to play this steely mother in Ordinary People because oh. it was based on a book. So yes, he adapted by right. Judith Guys from Minnesota. Guest, guest, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting that he he would pick her because she didn't have any background in. But but he felt roles. she could do the steel, brittle. Yeah emotionless woman that underneath her comedic talent was another level of acting talent. And I think that might have been why it was so powerful too with, you know, uh, Sutherland, Donald Sutherland and Mm. Timothy Hutton. Yeah. Yeah. That movie was powerful. And Elizabeth McGovern. (laughs) Wasn't that filmed in Edina or part of it? it, Or did Judith live in Edina? She lived in Edina. She had a cabin up by me. Got it. Her, one of our friends married her son. Yeah. Long story. And then the other... They bit, helped us get our nipples in the... In the... In the um, into production? No, into the newspaper. Oh, look at that. That's who was the roommate with the love actor. Oh. So it was just kind of funny. That how, is... God, small world. I know. Um, and then the other person, of course, she's not so Hollywood, but very near and dear to my heart. It only had two seasons on Bravo, but Elsa Patton, mother of Marisol, La Bruja, from the Real Housewives of Miami... Passed away at the age of uh, 84, Mama Elsa. And, you know, her husband predeceased her by 50 years. And I got the big 50, 50 years. You loved her. And she had so much surgery done. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was oh. on all, excuse me, three seasons of Miami. And mm-hmm. she was just amazing. And um, I really got a kick out of her. They always had to subtitle her, Elsa. Yeah. <laughs> And she did look like a lady lion, a gentle lady lion with all of her surgeries. But I got the biggest kick out a of her. A gentle lady, lady lion, lion <laughs> which means when she was pulled so tight, her eyes started to grow farther and well, farther she apart. she had a real wide moon face. She did. Yeah. And, 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 and then the her tighter eyes, you get, your eyes feel on the side <laughs> yeah. of your head. Like, anyway, <laughs> like kind of like a giraffe. I'm almost. toasting a champagne <laughs> okay. to all these people, okay. damn it. Okay, speaking of which, because you weren't here for the Met Gala. No, oh, I missed so much good you gossip really, last week. It was killing me. You really did. Okay, so did you look at the fashions? I did looked you, at all the fashions. Did you have anything that stands out that you absolutely thought was crazy or that well, you Well, I thought my favorite, I mean, Lady Gaga, of course, did justice to camp. Yep. With her whole performance and what she wore. Janelle Monet was amazingly I loved, camp. loved. I did wonder where the hell Madonna was. 
while she was releasing yet another boring song. I know, but she has been, she's gone eight years in a row to the mm-hmm. Met Gala. Why didn't she go this year? Camp seems to be know. right up her theme. Yeah, I mean, when I when the know. Jenner or the Car Jenners, yeah, when the Car Jenners came out, I, they are trash. They are trashy and campy at mm-hmm. the same time. I thought Kendall and Kylie looked like grape and orange Fanta. Yeah, um, yeah, and Kim was wet. And Just Kim was wet. Be, yeah, that dress up close was. It was amazing. It was but amazing. She would have been better off with camp wearing the blue thing she wore to the after party. I that know. was more campy. Yeah, I know. I thought Cara Delevingne got the camp thing. Lily Collins uh-huh. looked like a campy Priscilla Presley getting married in 1968. Loved that. Yeah. Casey Musgrave dressed as Barbie Bar- doll. Uh- Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, no, so I thought there were some true... And then there were other people just showed up in their damn gowns. I know. Like, oh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Bar Raphael and yeah, Tom... Bridget Moynihan. Yeah. Yeah. Bar Raphael, they never dress No, they theme. don't. Okay, so, but with Madonna, so... Why wasn't she there? Well, she was releasing all these videos for her theater tour. Which, my brother said, it's driving him nuts how you got to get tickets. You got to sign up. She's doing like a Taylor Swift. Sign up. Ask how much are you willing to pay? They'll get back to you. <laughs> well, Seattle isn't even on the list. No, it's not. But my brother would go he somewhere would go else. Somewhere. He would Donnie, you're so anal. Like people actually. No, I thought maybe I missed something no, no. that she added to You know, cities. people travel for concerts. <laughs> I went to New Orleans, you know, for a whole big jazz fest. <laughs> I thought maybe she oh, yeah. No, but so she's not going to that many cities. Oh no, no, right? she isn't. No. So this here? first, no, no. she's no. not coming here. No. But remember, this all started out with her announcing her world tour, and then suddenly, two weeks later, it's a theater intimate tour, yeah. and then suddenly, well, I'll tell you why. Oh, I'm Be- curious. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you why, Madalena. I'll tell you, Medellin. Medellin. I'll tell you why. When the promoter talked to her people. And they realized that she wanted to do mostly an acoustic Portugal living room music scene. Is that what you're calling it? Acoustic with voice tracks and yes, yes, disco yes. changing? Okay, but I'm just, that's the feel she wants <laughs> to make of it. Donnie, Is that Donnie, we're all in a Portuguese like name, living room? Right? Okay. Only? A Portuguese and of course it's a Portuguese room. living room. Portuguese, I yeah. know, but you know, they would always say Portuguese. Portuguese. But, but that is how she described if you, you didn't watch the MTV global viewing like I did. Nor could I. Okay, but I did, and she said one of the things that got her out of her loneliness in Portugal was she was just meeting soccer parents. Right. And she wasn't in any kind of arts or music scene. And apparently in Portugal, one of the things that you do is you invite people over for living room music sessions. This is like kind of a thing. And there's food and tapas and fado music. And so she said, I'm hoping on this tour to recreate a a Portuguese living room. And I'm thinking that doesn't sound like something that's going to translate on a big stadium, Mm -hmm. you know, thing. So then her people are talking to the promoter and Madonna said she's not performing any of her big hits on this tour. It will be 70% Medellin Uh songs. So suddenly the audience got very small. Well, the promoters felt, yeah, you're not going to be able to sell 18,000. I mean, maybe you can, but we're going to, it's going to be a lot of, it could be bad press. It could be whatever. You know, people never like it when they go and see someone. And, and they, they don't, don't play pr- what we know them for. Exactly. It feels cheated. You feel cheated. That's right. So they talked her into doing this theater tour. Well, they can recreate they a living to. room scene more easily. And, you know, 
Prince was known for not caring if six people were there or 18,000 or 65. He loved performing. I don't know if Madonna is the same way in that way. I don't think so. She's got too fragile of an ego. It will upset her. Yeah, so somehow that that is that's why she's doing the theater things because she is not performing any of the big songs. Now, if you're like my brother or many other people who are just Madonna, ride or die, they don't care what she's singing to them. Okay, the fact that they're in her presence is enough. Okay, well, mm. let me ask you this because mm. you weren't. I th- feel like I either was taking a couple days off by demand from you the yeah. week before. Yes. Um. Because the sun forgot to shine for six months. Oops, I did it again. Um, but she did the hologram. That's not why you were told I know. to not the hologram. Do not blame the weather. The okay. hologram sing-along? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you think of that? Oh, that was, I thought that was amazing. You did? I did because oh. the reason I thought that was amazing is because usually only the audience at home sees the hologram, like when you're using that kind of special effect, right. okay. 3D. Had you Every, the to the end. Oh, everyone right. in that arena saw those things. Oh. And that, usually they don't see anything and it's kind of awkward okay. and that makes for a lot of negative. But I thought it was kind of cool. Okay. But, you know, kind of sad in that it reminded me of Obi-Wan Kenobi moment in, in, Star, in Star Wars. Wars. In Kira- Star Trek. Yeah, 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 yeah. She doesn't need to do that. No, I know. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. But I thought, well, at least she let the audience see it. She paid the extra money, and the audience wasn't bored out of their gourd. At least she knew enough to read the room of industry people Unbelievable. and also give them. You should be her publicist. She should. Her pu- <laughs> really? She gave them no, her I Portuguese can't living room. everything away. Okay. Or else or not. All right, listen, we come uh, back. The show that everyone is watching, but we're not giving any spoilers. Game of Thrones, when we come back. song for game of thrones and you might as well call last night's episode if you can't please everyone who do you choose to believe because uh (laughs) that was the task for the showrunners of game of thrones last night and after the episode the bells the answer apparently was the spectacle well yeah yeah i think so and And people were either loving it or hating it people are really having a problem with the showrunners character development as this season goes beyond the books i who've never watched it for plot Mm. nor known or cared really too much about plot detail have always watched it for the spectacle the boobs and dragons that's what i've always been there for i've never followed uh, too much of this plotting People take it so seriously. Well, they do because people have, because they have been methodical, Lori, since it first started out. Because they had the book. They but did. even if you didn't follow the book, read the book or care to follow, because you and I, I told you, you didn't want to watch it because you said it was too much like one of those big English books where at the front of the book, they have the family tree. And you got to keep up with everybody. And you got to keep up. And I said, just watch it for the spectacle. I absolutely, Enjoy the boobs absolutely. and dragons. Yeah. Plenty of dragons I, last I, night. Okay, first of all, 
<laughs> when you can have no talking and in a room where you are drawn in, I thought they did, they made everything. Um, there was a lot of anticipation. Oh, there was yes. a lot of buildup. I cried S- three suspense. times. Oh, you cried three times. I, I didn't cried even three cry times. Once. Oh, I cried. Oh, geez. What was Mother's Day? And I couldn't get up. You know, but to get second glass of wine. Yeah. Because I couldn't make any noise. The yeah. boys were over it. <laughs> well, at so one I point. Cried, and w- I'm like, I'm going to fill it really full then. Yeah. At one point, I <laughs> stood up to go to the bathroom and Casey's like, couldn't even believe it. Because during the two weeks ago when the Night King battle, yeah. I couldn't. Even oh, I leave paused my seat. that one like four times. I couldn't stand yeah. it. Yeah. But Casey's like, He's yelling at me, move, move. And I'm just transfixed <laughs> watching that. I'm totally blocking. Oh. I'm so. You're standing in front of the TV, in, right in front oh. of Casey. You know, <laughs> it feels like you're watching a movie. Uh, yeah, oh, I, I was transfixed. I was transfixed. Fine. I don't know what we can say because I think everybody um, should watch it and talk about it. Yeah. No people like it, and people really didn't like it. I know. Some I people guess, said the writers were lazy. That's what character develop again. I don't know. If you only watched for the spectacle, which I am representing that viewpoint. Okay. That those people who always just watch for the spectacle, mm-hmm. very satisfied. I was fine. Did you think it was fine, Danny? I was fine with it. People yeah. who are yeah. really into it, who analyze, who know which thing goes with what. And, uh, I mean, when I heard myself say to as Patrick Gracie today, do you think Various wrote uh, wrote anything on a on a Ravens? Uh, scroll, but I just said that. Yeah. I just asked that one thing, mm-hmm. and the fact that I even knew a character's name and that fact shocked me because I've always just watched for the spectacle right. of it, and it's only in this season because it's been eighteen months since it's been on, mm-hmm. and I've read endless stuff and then stuck sticks to I your mind. St- I can't stop reading when it's over. Because I want to go get all the details now. I've really gotten into it as a fan. Yeah, well, you know, in in some ways, you can think of George R.R. Martin's book, Game of Thrones, and not really any different than Philippa Gregory's historically researched um, fiction about all of the... Wars that have been happening in with England and Spain and yep. France for a thousand years. Yep. It's the same kind kind of bloodbath, gore, uh, skullduggery, people um, doing marital alliances for power. It's all the same thing. So it kind of reminds me of a more fantastical, um, yes. you know, historical fictional type of book. And yes. So anyway, but yeah, people. I don't know. I quite enjoyed it. Next, I loved it. Well, next. people were very upset with the behavior of one character. Yes, but we can't That's talk about it. Say. Well, we'll talk more about it tomorrow because people were upset with that because it felt out of character. Yes. Yeah. So with that non-chat about GOT, <laughs> uh, one I know. More. I wish all these other people would catch up, but they're I, not, don't, they're, no. I don't know where they are. They're not. But they, Lena Headey, just so you know, who plays Cersei, yeah. there's an interview in Entertainment Weekly, um... Uh, where she said, talks about Cersei was unhappy the whole season and how she felt when she saw, read what happened and everything. At and the so, end of the season, like read all the scripts for the end of the season? Yes. Well, no, they get the scripts. They, I don't know why you keep waving your hands at me and having a fit. I'm not saying anything, okay. Julia. We get one person who yells at us last week and you're ready to, you know, like uh, give me a parking ticket or something. Can I? <laughs> no. Can I give you a violation? 
No, that was one of the things I found interesting in the Entertainment Weekly is that they don't get the scripts in advance for their own protection. Mm-hmm. So sure, any sense. characters yeah. in any of on the Game of Thrones, they've never known what's going to happen to right. them until they get that week's table reads. Yes, right. they could find out they're no longer with the show. Remember right. when I was going to give the Sex and the City script, send it to Newsweek? Yes. Because I had a scoop. Yes. And I got a call from a publicist at HBO so fast. Said, don't you dare. Yeah. Yeah. About our nipple episode. Uh, I had no idea. I was sitting on um, uh, basically a gold mine of like insider information. I knew I did, but I I wasn't, I wasn't inexperienced in showbiz matters. And I just got our nipples on the show. I didn't think a script was anything, but the script was before the, it had aired. Exactly. Yeah, it's embargoed. Exactly. I, guess, I didn't know that, Donnie. Yeah. And then they wanted to know how I got it. <laughs> oh, what'd you tell And them? the prop master who gave <laughs> it to me said, if you tell anyone I gave this to you, I'll deny it. And I said, I found it lying on the floor. That's good. And picked it up. Yeah. Then, oh, no, I know. Yeah. So I, I thought that was the interesting thing was that they have, uh, they they don't have any time to process it, really. Right. The other That's thing, how yeah. good they are. Um, like yeah. if in her, because yeah. I thought Lena Headey, she did a lot of drunken smirking. She did a lot of stuff that she didn't even talk. Cersei, she's very good at it. She was a good smirker. Like. She she arched her brow, yeah. smirked, and got day drunk. I mean that and plotted. Yeah. And what she, else is a queen to do, Laura? Yeah, I know, but it I sounds mean, like a a good life. She. I mean, there are so many different things. I still have questions about some of the characters in last night's that I don't understand the backstory on. Who cares? It doesn't really matter. I kind of like knowing it now. Because I think it's interesting. All right. I do. I actually really like it. Yeah. We did find out something good, though. I'm going to start okay. waving my arms around like a referee, <laughs> you like can't, you were just. You can doing. only do one. Yeah, I know okay. that's true. By the way, how about the basketball? Never happened before in the history of sports. Uh, the Rimmer? Thing. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the Torontos beating the, the Philadelphia Raptors, yeah. and Jimmy Butler. That at the buzzer at mark, the buzzer. which has on, never happened in a playoff game seven. Game, game. seven. Mm-hmm. Casey was even surprised. He had no idea. He goes, Is that true? I go, I don't know. Yeah. We can Google it. That's we what we were Gina watching that. Us. We were going back and forth. Yeah. Between the basketball game. How exciting. I never really hear a Toronto being in playoffs. Oh, it's Toronto. Milwaukee. Raptors. Raptors. Yeah, they're yeah. good. That's kind of fun yeah. to have new basketball yeah. teams in there. It gives hope for Portland you know, hasn't been in there in like since the early two uh, thousand. That makes it more exciting. I think it will be exciting. Yeah. And I was so glad Jimmy Butler lost. His team. Oh, was that his team he that was, he went he to? Was he our, the troublemaker? He was the troublemaker with our team. Though. Yeah, I know. Player. By the way, He's a well, none of us would have known this, but Aaron Rodgers, people are letting oh, us know right. he has a Game of Thrones. He was a Golden Company soldier. Donnie isolated the shot. You can see it on your All show kinds page. of people, you know, yeah. were. In Ed that. Sheeran had the most visible because he was in the inn. Well, and he sang. Too. And he sang. Yeah. But there have been all kinds of people, famous people, yeah. who have gotten to be soldiers as just a walk on. Right. They know these guys. So yeah. So, anyway, Aaron Rogers, that's posted. Yeah. <laughs> and also, him. really, Donnie, you found a great montage of Doris Day. Um, beautiful photos of her at the height of her career. Kind of fun to look at those. All right. Well, listen, we will be back.